All right. Let's see. Is everything working all right? There we go. Uh, today, I'm drinking. I'm going to finish a Foster's Premium, and then I'm moving over to Jim Beam Vanilla with A&W Root Beer. It's, it's quite delicious. A bit uh, girly, but whatever. Um, I think I'm going to keep this one just a quick synopsis of the Batman movie. Because uh, I was super fucking excited about it, and it just let me down so much. Uh, so, tons of spoilers, tons of my ideas. Basically, just wanted to give you exactly what I thought. So, uh, yeah, was not stoked. I didn't love it. I've seen it twice now. Uh, I didn't want to see it ever again after the first time I saw it. But then my girlfriend's nephew was like, I don't want to see Batman. I was like, you're 11 years old. You're going to fucking hate it. It's a three-hour movie. He's like, I want to see it. I was like, fine, I'll take you. So I had to sit through it again. It was miserable. The one good thing, the one, the one thing I'll give an A to is the music. The music's badass. The It's all super fucking cool. Uh, everything else, at best, is a B-. minus. Oh, except for the Penguin. Penguin's also an A. Fucking Colin Farrell rules in this. I wanted to fuck. I wanted to save that till like later, but well, now you know. Now you know where this podcast is going too, not just the Batman. Um, so let's talk about what they were going for, and I think how they failed. So they were trying to make a noir type Batman movie, which no, like the femme fatale wasn't really a femme fatale. Um, he wasn't exactly a hard nosed detective. This, I think this is, like, an easy way for people to fuck up Batman. Is they want to do, like, a hard-nosed detective movie. But there has to be so much emotion in it. And this Batman had zero emotion. So, you can't have that, like... Oh, I fell for this girl, and she led me down this wrong path, and it fucked up my whole life. And then at the end, I had to make a the right decision, even though it fucked up the girl's life. Which is, like, every noir film. You know, Chinatown. Uh... Uh, Black Falcon, fucking shit. Not Black Falcon. Maltese Falcon. There we go. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, they all end with the guy doing the right thing instead of being the somewhat shady person you thought he was the whole movie. Uh, so that's hard to do in a Batman movie because Batman's not supposed to have emotions. Bruce Wayne has emotions. Um, so you can't it's a hard balance to show and I think the Christopher Nolan's movies did that well this movie does not they have zero balance at all between Batman and Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne might as well not even be in the movie why even show him we're gonna get into that later um but they completely fucked up what they were trying to go through Batman's basically the Terminator He's like a robot that walks around and is like, ah, I've seen things, I know things, okay, let's move on, okay, I'm gonna kill this guy, let's move on. And you're like, great, baddie, let's, or you can, you know, be a normal fucking human who's trying to help people. Like, it makes no sense that he doesn't kill people. They're like, oh, he's so angry still from, this is the problem that, like, people think there is in Batman, is like, oh, he's so angry from his parents dying. Yeah, if he was that angry, he'd be the Punisher. He would just fucking kill all the bad people. But he doesn't. He has, like, nuance to him. He, like, 
which I love the Punisher, don't get me wrong, and the Punisher does have a lot of nuance. The, this this is why the Punisher with, um, fuck, what's his fucking name? It was like 2004. Uh, the 2004 Punisher was so good. What? Thomas Chain. Thomas Chain Punisher ruled because he knew that he had to, like, kill people and be, like, this angry dude who just wants to murder everyone because his whole family got killed. But also, like, understood that there is some moving on. And, like, you have to show light at the end of the tunnel or else, like, there's no point in me caring about the Punisher. Like, I have to be able to care that he lives and not, like, most of us have not been through a situation where our whole families fucking died. And we... So we don't, like, get, like, just, I'm going to go out and murder everyone. That's a psychopath. That's what crazy people do. Most people whose families got killed don't go out and murder fucking everyone. So you have to show, like, the other the human side of the Punisher for it to make sense. And you have to show the human side of Batman. Especially when you're going to do that, oh, I have that one rule of no killing again. They did it again, but had no humanity to Batman. Which then it makes no sense. It's like, just fucking kill him. What are you doing? Just, oh, I'm vengeance. Okay, then kill him. Then kill the bad guys. Where are you? Uh, I'm just going to throw the penguin up against a window and show him how tough I am. No, just murder him. What? You're so angry about the fucking fact that your parents were killed that you can't be friends with Alfred. You can't be nice to Gordon. You can't be nice to fucking anyone. You don't care about your future at all. Then just fucking kill these guys. Who cares that you're going down the same path as them? Who cares that you're going to be just like them? You're so blinded by anger that you're fucking killing everyone. And I think that would have been the smart way. That would have fixed a lot in this movie. Um, because if he ended, the, if he was, if he killed a shit ton of fucking people, and at the end he was like, okay, I can't be this anymore. I can't just be putting bodies in the ground. I have to be better. I have to give people hope. That would have changed stuff so much. But, and like, he could have still left the penguin alive because the penguin was helpful to him on some levels. So it made sense. And like, you really would not, where the fuck is my beer? Where the fuck is my beer? Oh, it's under me. Uh, you wouldn't have had to change that much. Like, a few more people would have had to get killed. The twin bodyguard guys wouldn't have showed up a bunch of times because they'd be dead. But it wouldn't have really mattered. It's like, okay, we got more bodyguards. We have endless slugs. Um, and at the end of the car chase, they needed Penguin alive to talk to. And then they realized they fucked up. So they would have left him alive because he was feeding him some information. And he was, like, useful. Like, the Penguin Lounge was useful. Um, and there would be conflict in killing Carmine Falcone because of him and his dad's relationship. I get that, like, now it just seems like random rambling, and you have to have seen the movie and get what I mean, but we'll get into it. So let's let's start with some, some of the characters, right? Let's start easy. Gordon. Gordon was really good. Uh, Jeffrey Wright killed it as Gordon, but he only, like, he seemed like he didn't really matter. Oh, that's good. And that you're going to hear me say that a lot. You're going to see, like... The fact is, it's they tried so hard to make it a movie about the Batman and just the Batman and fuck Bruce Wayne, who gives a fuck about him. And it's like, okay, but you also, you do have to make it seem, then you have to make the characters around matter. And like, if Jim Gordon died, I don't think it would have changed much. Like, in Dark Knight, 
and Batman begins, you get to see Jim Gordon's family, and you're like, fuck, Batman has to protect these people. And fuck, Bat- like, Bruce Wayne cares about these people. And because Bruce Wayne cares about them, Batman's going to protect them. This movie, it's like, Batman cares about Jim Gordon for as much as he can help him. And then the second he can't help him anymore, he's like, fuck it, who gives a shit? So it's like, there's no real, like, emotional thing with him. And, like, even in the one time where his life is put on the line, you're just like, cool, if he gets shot, who can- Batman will just find another cop to work with. It doesn't really matter. Um, and that was the one issue. So nothing against Jeffrey Wright. He crushed it as a character. Uh, I really like how they did the bat signal in, like, this, like, abandoned construction site. That was kind of cool. But I do need Bruce Wayne to have other connections in order for me to give a fuck about any of the ancillary characters living or dying and what they're doing because like Jim Gordon. Yeah. He's a good cop and he gives Batman access. Like he's, he's basically a whore. Like, like you see James Bond do it all the time. He finds like a hot chick gets access to the bad guy. Hot chick dies. James Bond moves on. Doesn't give a fuck. It's like, great. Peace out. Hot chick. Fuck you. I'm going to go find this hotter chick. that I'm going to pork at the end of this movie. That was what Jim Gordon was in this movie. Like, he was a fucking dumbass. Like, Batman had to figure out everything on his own. And, like, Jim was like, oh my god, what's happening here? I don't know. Thank god Batman's here. And Batman's like, oh god. I'm taking pictures with my eye lens. Which, again, made him just the Terminator. He had so much equipment that was just like, you could have just had a robot do this. This is silly. So, that's my thoughts on Jim. He was useless. The big one is Alfred. Um, you kind of saw this in Batman Begins, but not really. And they really fixed it. Like, and people say like, oh, this was the Batman from the comic books. That's what makes him so good. No, the Batman from the comic books did not fucking hate Alfred. (laughs) I'm, I'm not the biggest Batman guy and I haven't read them all, but I have not read one where he's constantly shitting on Alfred. And for like 50, no, for like 80% of the movie, he's shitting on Alfred. And then he's like, oh, I'm scared you could have died. But whatever. And Alfred does fucking sh- fuck all. Like, everything Alfred does, like, Batman kind of would have figured out immediately anyways. And would have figured out on his own. And, like, when Batman's on the streets, Alfred's not helping at all. Like, Alfred's, like, reading mail and cooking fucking eggs and picking blueberries. He's not like, oh, I gotta keep an eye on Bruce. So, first off, Alfred doesn't seem to give that much of a fuck about Bruce. He's just like... Oh, he's out there fighting criminals with guns and shit. I'm going to take a nap. It's oh, it's five o'clock. I might as well have my drinks. <laughs> it's like, oh, the fuck are you doing, bro? You're not watching him or anything. He has all this surveillance technology and you're not seeing what he's seeing and helping him out. Like they could have done it so cool. Instead, they were like, eh, fuck it. And it, it might be like, oh, we're going to change it in the second movie. And it's like, this has to be our catalyst change. It's like, no, that's stupid. You're making Alfred look like he doesn't give a fuck about Bruce. And Bruce does not give a fuck about Alfred. Like, every line to him is like, you're not a Wayne. You're not my dad. Fuck you. Like, whoa. And then, like, halfway through the movie, Alfred gets blown up. And Bruce is, like, freaking out. And then he goes and visits him in the hospital. And immediately says, go fuck yourself again. Which is hilarious. Because, like, it's this is the one guy Bruce has to care about. If Bruce doesn't care about this guy... The movie doesn't matter. Like, you can kind of get away with him not caring about Jim Gordon yet. You can kind of get away with him not caring about Catwoman yet. But if you don't care about Alfred, you fucked up. Because he has no one else. And he's just like, fuck you. And Alfred's like, no. Don't fuck me. And Batman's like, okay. 
I was scared when you almost died. And then they're like, okay, we're best friends again. And that's the last time you see Alfred. And it was like the stupidest conversation. Didn't like fix anything at all. Doesn't make me feel like Bruce Wayne gives a fuck about him. Doesn't make me feel like Batman gives a fuck about him. And so I did not give a fuck about him. And again, this is going to be like a thing. It's like Bruce Wayne does not come into this movie at all. So like you only get Batman who never fucking talks. Here's what they did. They tried to make a noir western and failed at the main points of a noir and the main points of a western. So the main points of western is like, yeah, this gritty badass comes to town that doesn't fucking talk, doesn't do much, but he has to get hurt. And Batman never gets hurt. And there's never an explanation for it. He's just always like, oh, fuck it. You shot me 1,300 times. Don't care. And then randomly at the end of the movie, he gets hit by a shotgun and is like, oh, I can't get up. And then he just fucking Venom jabs himself. I think it's Venom. It's basically steroids. But jabs himself and then kicks the shit out of a guy. But, like, you never really feel like he's in danger. You never really get an explanation of why he's good at avoiding danger. Like in, I think it's Fistful of Dollars, Clint Eastwood, when he goes to the gunfight, wears a piece of metal under his poncho. So then, like, at the end of killing a bunch of people... When he has the final fight, he has to take off the piece of metal. And you can tell he's fucked up. But, like, it hurt him. Where in this, it's like, oh, bullets don't hurt me. And there's no real reason why. They only hurt me when it's, like, convenient to the plot. And it drove me fucking nuts. So, yeah. Alfred and Gordon, who cares? Don't care if they die. Uh, so that makes nothing matter. Um, let's do Catwoman quick. She also... Like, I don't... <laughs> Batman, like, saw her get naked and then was like, oh, I love this girl. But, like, there was no build-up to it or, like, why he actually cared or any of that. He just was, like, super angry and broody. And then they're you're, like, supposed to care that she's about to die a couple times in the movie. And you're like, oh, who cares? This girl's just annoying. And this the whole thing is like, oh, this is a realistic Batman. This is the one. It's gritty and real and it's the... And then you have a 70-pound Catwoman knocking out UFC fighters. And you're like, no. No, I don't believe this. You guys are... This is not how the world works. So fuck are you doing? Like, why did you... You push so hard to build up this is a realistic world. And then randomly put in, like, these spices of, like, not real at all. Just deal with it. And it's like, no, just keep making it realistic and we can stay on the same boat. But when you throw this in, it's, like, jarring. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't believe this. And I don't care. Now I know that you're just going to save her for any reason. Um, so she ends up being Carmine Falcone's daughter, which like, oh, shocker. Like, it was the dumbest fucking thing ever. Um, and she, like, steals money. And she's like, it's my money because it's my dad and he owes me. And I was like, that's not how that works. I can't just steal from my dad and be like, it's mine. He owes me it. Um, and so... She gets in a fight with Carmel and Falcone, doesn't kill him because Batman stops her. It was stupid. Carmine still dies. He was fine. John Turturro was fine as Carmine. It just was like a weird thing they felt like they needed to put in. Um, but the end of the movie, so Catwoman steals like $100 million and dips. And she's like, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go rob other people. But it's not like Catman and the Dark Knight where it's like, oh, there are bad people searching for her. There's no one searching for her. And she's just like, I'm going to go cause trouble. It's like, yo, you're worth millions. Why don't you just do not that? Why don't you just go live your life? She's like, no, I'm going to do 
it's the end of the movie. I want to go be a badass. And she even mentions there's like a power grab going on for like Carmine's territory. And it's like, okay, why don't you put her into it? Because right now the only person who's going to grab it all is the penguin. And there's no one else. There's They're like, oh, other people are going to do it. And I'm like, no, they're not. Penguin's the clear leader, showed he was a badass, like, no one's gonna cross him. So what the fuck are you talking about? Meanwhile, she has some money to, like, get some muscle and do something. And she probably has some following as being, like, this badass that helps Batman. But instead, they're just like, no, we're just gonna shuffle her off to upstate New York. And you're like, well, I'm happy I never had to give a fuck about her this whole movie, because it looks like she's not gonna be in the sequel. And I ain't give a fuck about her all day. Uh, where do we, but yeah, she really should have been like, okay, like she should have been hinted at as being one of the people that was going to grab power and it was going to be her versus Batman. It's like, so Batman, like they ride off into the sunset, like going their separate ways at the end of the movie, super gay, but it should have been like, this city's mine by birthright. Carmine's my dad. I got his money. I'm taking over some of his land. I'm not going to be a dick. Like. My dad was, but I'm going to be in charge and I'm going to make money. And Batman's like, I got to stop you if you cross lines. Like, that would have been a good end. Because that was, like, their dynamic, kind of. was like, she wants to cross lines. He doesn't want her to. We don't know why he doesn't want her to. He just doesn't. It's stupid. But, like, that that would have made sense. Her and him, like, fighting against each other in the next movie while being, like, lovers, even though they're not. And you don't know why Batman loves her other than he saw her tits. Um, oh, you had a rough childhood too. I love you. It's like, oh, that's fine. Except there's also this kid you keep looking at for way too long who had a rough childhood. It's like, do you want to fuck him too? Is it just any kid who had a rough day you want to fuck? And like, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we made Batman a pedophile in this one. But yeah, 70 pounder girl beating up these UFC fighters was way too weird. Like, it's already weird Robert Pattinson's tiny, and he can beat these people up and wear getting shot by a million bullets. Fine. It's just too much for you to tell, then turn around and be like, it's so good because it's so realistic. It's the realistic one. That's what... It could happen in our world. No, it can't. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking hang yourself, you fucking dipshit. Um, should we talk? I think we talked about Falcone enough. I guess not. Uh, let's go in the Riddler. So the Riddler, really good. I liked him. He was interesting. But this is why, like, you don't have to see this movie in theaters. And you know it's going to come out on HBO Max. So just watch it there. Because half of the movie is the Riddler on his cell phone. Which also, like, people shitting on, like, the Dark Knight trilogy by Nolan. He steals so much. He he steals, like, the, oh, I'm going to film my own, like, videos. Like the Joker does. Fuck, what else is... He steals the bat signals, like... To scare people. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot that I was like, dude, you're just jacking this straight out Nolan. Go fuck yourself. But the Riddler was fine. Like, he has these murders. The whole plot goes on. But the movie starts with, okay, the big mystery. Here's the big mystery. Who is the Riddler? Oh, sorry, I was drinking my Foster. But then it goes on to be like, okay, not only is that the big mystery, but there's a rat. There's a there's an informant that's working with a corrupt mayor, a corrupt DA, corrupt police chief. 
and this informant's like helping the five of them take control of the city. So who's this informant? Um, first off, the problem is there's only two options, and it's Carmine Falcone and the Penguin, and they cut out the Penguin, and then still expect you to take out an hour to figure out who it is. It's like, there's no one else. There's, there's one guy. There's only one person you've introduced us to that it could possibly be. So it's like, yeah, I was like, oh, I figured out who it was. But I was like, there were only two options, so it was a coin flip from the beginning and the penguin doesn't really make sense um as the rat so then it goes back to like okay who's the riddler who's the riddler who's the riddler and like fucking super soon you're like oh he's an orphan he's a nobody but then you're like he has to be someone because they're saying it's important and this is the big problem with the movie is they make promises that never pay off and i just watched the dark knight too and every promise they make pays off like um fucking Two-Face, Harvey Dent is like, oh, you're working with corrupt cops. That pays off. And the end of the, the corrupt cops fuck shit up, and then the movie Two-Face kills him. There's, like, little, like, one-line things that you're like, oh, well, what's this gonna be? And it's, like, always comes true. We're in Dark, we're in the Batman. None of it comes true. They're like, oh, we're gonna have this dilemma. And I'm like, no one cares. Oh, and they say rada, tada, alada, whatever the fuck, 800 times in the movie, and I wanna fucking blow my brains out if I ever hear that phrase again. Um, I forgot who I was even doing a character profile. I went down the rabbit hole of fuck this fucking movie because it's so fucking bad. Uh, not Gordon, Alfred, Penguin. Oh, Riddler. <sighs> fuck. So yeah, so he's like kind of chill. Like they do some scary shit with him. Not scary, but like kind of scary. Um, my problem is also like you give us these mysteries. The one thing they did great was they gave us time. Like, I, the two Perot movies, uh, Death on the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express, the problem is they don't give you enough time. There's no, like, breathing room. Like, at certain points in the movie, they should pace it so you have two minutes to put the clues together. And they don't. This movie gives you, like, 30 minutes to put the clues together between Batman walking super slowly. Which was another Western thing. It's like, oh, yeah, he walks slow. Western. Got it. He's a cowboy. And then somehow in a kind of noir film uh oh god i just don't like it so much we're gonna get to like the big reason it sucks and like how i don't know how it happened like this is a movie i want a producer's cut where it's like oh here we made it two hours it's like oh thank god (laughs) oh it's a lot better um but two mystery things that they fucked up was a they had like oh a clue that you wouldn't know unless you're a carpenter and didn't really matter either it's like oh the big clues under the rug. It's like, okay. And like, he didn't really hint to what he was doing the whole time. So like even figuring that out wouldn't have helped. You wouldn't get that like satisfaction of being like, he's going to blow the seawalls. Cause it wasn't hinted to ever. Um, what the fuck else happened? But yeah, then he just, you're, you're like, Oh, is he a Arkham? Oh, uh, Bruce Wayne's mom was crazy. Did she fuck someone else and have a kid? Is that who this is? And they gave the kid up for adoption? That, oh, that would raise the stakes. Oh, no, he's just a fucking orphan that no one gives a fuck about. And you're like, what the fuck? Why did you make it so important that I figure out who the Riddler is and then not matter at all? And it's, the worst part is they even say it. He gives like this this speech between Batman and the Riddler after he's caught that should have been awesome and was fucking miserable to sit through both times. It's like, 
He's like, uh, everyone cared about Bruce Wayne. No one cared about us orphans who were real orphans. No one cares about us. It's only Bruce Wayne because he's famous and rich and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't care about you. You're, you're literally saying the reason I don't give a fuck about this movie. I don't give a fuck about this movie because you just became an orphan that no one gave a fuck about. And then you're telling us no one gave a fuck about and yet somehow expecting the audience to care. We don't care. We don't give a fuck who you are. Shut the fuck up. Go back to being a fucking loser-ass orphan whose parents don't fucking love him. Alright? I don't need it in my life. You're a fucking loser. No one should give a fuck. And then they have this stupid scene of him and the Joker being like, We're buddies. And it was so unnecessary. It was so unnecessary to bring the Joker into this. It made it even sillier. Like, Paul Dano, who I love, was like way over the top. And made the Riddler be like, There's no way he could have pulled all this off. He's way too emotional and fucking insane. Anyways, let's go on. But, like, the Riddler... So, then, like, the Riddler crew does, like, the final fight scene. It's not actually him. Um, and they were whatever. They were fine. <laughs> they, they, you don't really understand their motivation. They were just, like, angry people. If they were all other orphans, it would have made sense. But, no, they were just, like, angry people who were like, yeah, we're gonna kill some people for fun. <laughs> like, yeah, this is getting a little school shootery. Oh, whatever. Uh, Penguin. Colin Farrell nailed it. Colin Farrell was fucking awesome. I loved him. He was the only fun part of the movie. The whole three hours without a single joke, unless it was Colin Farrell's. Like, every other joke sucked. There were, like, three. They sucked. He was the only part that I was like, he's believable. He's fun. I enjoy this. Very excited to see his HBO show. This is like Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad sucked, but Peacemaker was awesome. I feel like this movie sucked, but the Penguin shows could be awesome. Because Colin Farrell was the only redeeming thing in this movie. If anyone gets an Oscar nomination, it's him and the sound mixers. Everyone else could fuck themselves. (sighs) There was a wokeness to the movie. You get over it. I think one of it, like Catwoman says, these white privileged fucks leading the city. And you're like, I think the line was supposed to be white, comma, privileged. Uh, But she says white privileged and it sounds like white privileged. And that's not the same thing. And that's really annoying. Uh, also, like, all the good characters are black people. Like, Catwoman's, like, pretty good the whole time. Gordon's good. Like, all the object... And the mayor, the new mayor is objectively a good person. All the bad people, like, objectively bad people are white. Like, even Batman, they're like, you're a bad person because you're white. That was a bit annoying. Um, so I think... Did we talk about everyone? So Batman and Bruce. Bruce, no, he he says like three lines. He's useless. The weirdest part too is he like spray paints all over his house to like look at the clues. It's like, yo man, and this is another thing. Everyone's like, oh, this Batman's so smart. I was like, if this Batman was so smart, he wouldn't have to spray paint all over his fucking house to look at the clues again. He would have been able to put shit together. And the clues he got wrong, you're like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like when they tell you what it means, it's like, yeah, you're a fucking dumbass. Because, like, he even said, like, oh, this is wrong, but I'm just going to go down this path. It's like, well, if you know it's wrong, don't go down that path. Like, the fuck is wrong with your brain? Um, So I think the big issue was, like, who's this movie for? Was it for, like, the six black people who see it? Because black people aren't sitting through a three-hour movie. To say, like, yay, she said white privilege. Fuck white people. (laughs) Like, what? I don't think it's for them. Um... You wanted it to be realistic and ultra harsh, but didn't go far enough to give it an R rating, so you fucked yourself. 
You're like, oh, we gotta make a PG-13. So yeah, they're like, oh, let's make a PG-13 so like young adults can see it and like parents might let their kids go see it. But the whole movie is about terrorists and school shooters, basically. And like is told to be the darkest, grittiest, realistic Batman. Like I'm so much less inclined to let my kids go see that than I am Deadpool that's rated R because I know Deadpool's like goofy and funny. And not like I could just be like, hey, don't say fuck and don't say come on your face. Like don't just don't say that. Like it's fine in the movie. It's fine to giggle at, but you're a better person than that. Don't say fucking come on your face. Or is this one like if you take a twelve year old, which I took a eleven year old, had to be like, hey, don't shoot up schools. Don't be like these guys who get angry and blow up buildings and shoot up Madison Square Garden. I, like that's a more awkward conversation to have. Because the Riddler is like, you're like, yeah, I don't care. Good thing these people are dead. They all suck. So you're like kind of rooting for him the whole time, which is so weird. It's just so weird. It was so badly put together. So I don't know who's supposed to this be. You know, parents aren't going to let their kids go see this movie. It's three hours long. They're not going to take their kids. Like, I'm probably the only person who took a 10-year-old. Most parents are going to be like, yeah, I'm not sitting in a theater for three hours with a kid who's like gassed up on social media and sugar and red bull like there's no way he sits through it and it's supposed to be a slow dark detective movie fuck that like the kid i would took was like my girlfriend's nephew was like an hour and was like this is the most boring thing ever can we leave and we had to be like no sorry which i don't know why she said no but she was like no we're not leaving i was like i'll, I'll leave I'll take, let's get the fuck out of here um so yeah, like you could have saved yourself a little if you just had it rated R and just said like, sorry, fuck it, kids, you can't go. Like, yeah, we're going to give up maybe $10 million, but like they're thinking by doing PG-13, they're going to make an extra $100 million, and it's not going to happen. Like high school kids aren't going to want to go. And you'll see next week when it drops, like most movies, like you want to drop, be like 40, 50%, 60%, still fine. This movie's going to drop 90%. Like I bet it makes under 20 million next week domestically because everyone's gonna be like that movie sucked it's three hours it's gonna be on hbo for free just watch it at home don't fucking put yourself through that god i've been doing this for 30 minutes this this might be my like longest podcast and it's just all about how pissed off i am that they ruined batman and made this shitty movie um so i'm sure i've said this before but like you really have to have bruce wayne like, this movie was like, oh, we called it the Batman, so it's gonna be all about the Batman. And it's like, yeah, he's not an interesting character. He's just, like, a guy in a cape. Oh, which, again, super realistic movie. Why is he wearing a cape? No explanation for the cape. Everything else he has on his body makes sense. It's just like, cape is there. Is Batman. Has to have a cape. And you're like, yeah, but it keeps getting him in trouble. At some point, if he's the smartest detective and this is the smartest Batman we have, he would cut off the fucking cape. Get the fuck out of here. Take the fucking cape. He would be like, oh, the 30th time in two years someone's grabbed my cape and fucked me. Like, I'm just going to stop wearing this useless piece of cloth. That's why I don't wear a scarf. If I ever get in a fight, someone could grab it from behind. I'm fucked. Fuck scarves. Fucking losers. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't know the audience they were going for. They didn't know what they wanted to do. They didn't achieve anything they wanted to do. Um... I didn't know this. Ben Affleck's thought of to be the bat- best Batman 
Which I kind of, if you're saying exclusively Batman, I kind of get. He has cool gadgets and like was gritty and fun, um, and like didn't have to wear the plastic costume from Batman Begins, Half a Dark Knight, and all four of the, well, the two Tim Burton ones and the Bell Kilmore and George Clooney. Like yeah, he looked like a realistic Batman that you could understand what was going on. Uh and I'm not saying he was even bad, but like. I will say this, it's the one version of Batman we haven't seen yet. So now we have this quote-unquote realistic version, which I thought Christopher Christian Bale was more realistic than this one. Because he's fun. He gets it. He, like, still wants to fight crime, still has the pain of his parents, but, like, has also, you know, been an adult who's went through 20-some years of knowing his parents were dead. Like, that's... <laughs> the fact that they're like, oh, his parents died when he was six, and now he's 25... And he still just can't get over it. It's like, no, that's silly. Like, I get if he wants to fix things because of it, fine. But, like, he's just going to be an asshole to everyone because of it? No, no, no. Get the fuck out. Um, But, yeah, the only version of Batman we haven't seen is one where he saved the universe. So, like, a Batman, a Ben Affleck Batman after Justice League would be interesting. Because it's like, you save the whole universe, now go back to Gotham and have to deal with this with all the cops knowing you're the hero all the civilians knowing you're a hero like the villains knowing that you killed Darkseid and shit like that not Darkseid whoever the fuck he killed who gives a fuck um that would be cool but like this one I'm not saying that act that actors were bad but like the least compelling Arthur Alfred by far least compelling Alfred there's no argument there least compelling James Gordon by far no argument there like you just do not care if he lives or dies and that's miserable Bruce Wayne not even a character I like if you said Bruce Wayne was like a main character you're so wrong he's like a way 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 side character Batman fine like yeah I get it he's like this rough and tumble dude but then like the four times he find out found out he made a mistake makes him look silly and then the fucking plot armor was just... The plot armor was so intense in this. It's like, he's not going to die here because he can't. Like, just come on. And, like, I get that the Dark Knight trilogy was silly being like, he can dive in the shadows and show up anywhere and beat people up. But it's like, yeah, but you established that that's what he can do. He's a fucking ninja. So it's like, yeah, I have to suspend my disbelief to believe this thing, but it's how the universe set it up. Whereas in this one, it's like, don't suspend your belief. This is realistic. And then every other, like, 20 minutes, they're doing something so unrealistic that you're like, oh, so you do just suspend my belief here, and then the other times, don't worry about it? It's like, go fuck yourself. Um, so, yeah. I guess if you want to say, like, they made a purely Batman movie, like, kinda. <laughs> it was a disgusting amount of Batman. I'll give you that. Uh, but didn't care about any of the villains. Didn't care about any of the heroes friends so i guess good job overall i don't know i it's gotta be the worst george clooney is the worst because fuck george clooney but this might be the second worst batman movie definitely all the dark knights are better and like i have to give like the first three batmans the two tim burton val kilmer some wiggle room because they were going like super cartoony, comic booky, goofiness, not like, which like, 
saying this is the most comic book accurate one, where like for the past seventy years Batman's had a spaceship. Like you, I just hate that. I hate. It's like the oh, it's the people that say books are better than the movie. It's like you're just saying that because you read comic books and want people to think that the comic books are great. But honestly, the comic books are not like this. The comic books are not... Like, there are some gritty ones. Every once in a while, you get a good writer who can write a good gritty story. But at the end of the day, Batman has a giant penny in his off in the Batcave. A giant T-Rex statue. Like, in every iteration of Batman, he has a giant T-Rex statue. And you want me to say he's the grittiest, darkest fucking thing in the world? He has a fucking spaceship? Spacecraft? And like... Like, you're just out of your mind to be like, this is the real Batman. This was the real Batman for, like, ten issues. Besides that, get out. And it's like, okay, in the 60s, in Detective Comics, like, yeah, he didn't, he wasn't an asshole. He was just, like, a detective. It's like, oh, this is a more detective-y Batman. Kinda, but he's basically just using technology to do everything for him, so he's not intelligent. Whereas in the 60s, he didn't really have technology, so he had to figure out what was going on. So that's also not true. And you guys are just out of your minds. You're just telling people this is like the book and this is the most book version and you're superior because you read the books. And you're not. You're just a fucking loser fucking nerd who wants to make an excuse for spending $20 to sit in a movie theater for three fucking hours and be disappointed. Uh, not excited for the sequel. A, because it can't be less than three hours. You can't, <laughs> you can't be like, oh, we made a sequel that's better. It's only two hours. No, it's going to be like 3.15 and that's just... A retarded amount of time. Ask me to sit there and watch characters I don't care about. Um, also, this podcast is retarded. If any of you stuck with it for 40 minutes to hear me ramble about how much I hated this three-hour movie for being too loud, like, totally fucking hate me too. I hate myself for putting this together. I just got drunk, followed my drunken notes on how much I hated Batman, um, and... Put it out there for you guys. And I'm not going to edit it. I probably should. I should listen through it and cut like 20 minutes. But I'm going to be like Matt Reeves and say, fuck it. <laughs> Here's every fucking scene I shot. And no one told me no. I, I hope they didn't even have an editor on it. I hope they were just like, here it is. And the editor was like, so, should I take this out? No, nothing. Just put it all in. We're good. <laughs> like That guy had the worst fucking life. He's like, they're not listening to any of my cuts. <laughs> like, yeah, well. Fuck you. All right. Well, you guys have a good one. I'll catch you next time.